Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie, and it's episode seven of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast. My apologies for no new episode last week. My allergies just snatched my voice, so I could not record, and I had to postpone the recording. But I am back this week with your weekly dose of Boonie, and I have my girls Chrissy and Sheikah with me here, just talking major shit. I have heard all of your requests, and I'll be sure to let each of you know if a podcast is safe to listen to at work. So motherfuckers, this one is not safe for work. <laughs> Grab your headphones, and let's get ready to break it down, guys. Ow. Ow. Catch them these days because niggas don't be seeming like they be about shit. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I just want that. Where are you? Yeah, I totally Jamaica, started recording. Like, oh, you did? I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> No, you can play. I mean, we are clearly are uncensored on your show, so yeah. Right. But yeah, I went to Jamaica. Is... No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Because I go at the end of this month. My waistline oh, nice. is not ready to go yet either, though. Um, I was trying to get my life together. Um, so I've been doing the working out, but I haven't been doing the eating right part. So I'm just sucking myself yeah. for no reason. Listen, I'm going to try to get it together in these last two weeks, but she could send me whatever suggestions and Booney, I know you've probably been there send them because we're staying at this resort called breathless mm-hmm. like, I know it's new it's like adult only oh I saw that mm-hmm. but I want to do stuff outside of the resort too so I'm open to any suggestions Got okay it. will do and I, I'll talk to our our friend Rondell too because they know a lot about it so please do mm-hmm. but they yeah I'm great. trying to get it together for Jamaica myself I've been doing good, I guess. I mean, I've been trying to eat right. I've been doing it for some years now. So I like gradually lose a bit every year, which is why I had to buy new bathing suits. I had to give my mama my bathing suits. I was like, yo, I spent too much money three years ago. So, you know, it's a gift and a curse, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> buying new clothes is not what's up. Yeah. I like hate clothes. I like really want a better relationship with clothes and shoes, but I blame private school because mm. I just hate, I don't I just, understand how you don't, girl. Yeah, it's just like because you love clothes, Chris. You do. Yeah. You look so nice. Like I always have to put like such thought. Like okay, but on the most part, like any other day, you'll see me in like yoga pants, a t-shirt, and my simple hoodie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm like so down terrible. the middle. I can't do it, but I'm I'm very sporty in my style of dress. I'm not. Um, and like in high school and stuff, I wore a lot of skirts. I was way more girly. I started working at The Gap at like 16, and I discovered jeans and hoodies, and it was a wrap. Like, that's all I wore. My mother was like, if you buy one more hoodie in this house, I was like, no, but I need them. <laughs> so <laughs> I try to um, switch it up, but yeah, I'm, I like to, I like to be comfortable, I guess. That's my thing. I like to be fly as shit and make people in the room. I know. But you know what? Here's, this like, here's my custom Chanel. Oh and... my God, which is so adorable. Listen, so cute. I am, so I, I bought a medium double flap, a classic double flap. And so I was mm-hmm. like, do I want to stress this or do I want to keep it classic? Because so I'm, I'm going to go back to two things. So 
one, I've always got, I got it honest, like with this liking expensive shit and just liking clothes. Like the number one thing my mama used to always say was school is for learning is not a fashion show. But like, no, mommy, but it's both. Um, and then but I had a champagne taste on a beer budget, like literally, like my parents have stories written down of me of when I was little and like me just always wanting the most expensive shit. So yeah, I, I really can't, like I got to tell my future husband, like, baby, I promise I can't help it. It's just in me. Listen, no, for real, like Chrissy's future husband, you better have it together because this bitch. Because I'm doing it quite well without you right now. You know, she is. She's goals. Like I be on Snap. Like oh, so she just right buy some YSL shoes on a on a random Tuesday. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so I'm getting all the way. But that was (laughs) lesson. So I went to accompany my friend. For a project in New York, he needed some help. And so we went to somewhere obscure in Long Island and we're there for the day. And just on a whim, we were talking to one of the guys and the photographer was like, yeah, there's this uh, mall around here. And of course, my friend knew it. And he was like, they have a Neiman's and da 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 And I was like, sure. I was helping him shop for wedding shoes, actually. He went to mm. a wedding this past Saturday and wanted me to help him find some shoes. And I'm like, well, I can't not go to the lady shoe section. Like it would, it would be blasphemous. So we went over and this shoe that I have, I debated on it in the beginning. And, and you know, with certain things, if you, if you wait, you miss out. So I was like, fuck, yep. I'm never going to find the shoe. It's sold out everywhere. And they didn't even have it out on the floor, but I'm talking to the woman. She's asking me about my slides and we go over to the desk so I can write down the information for the guy that made them. And I look over and I see the St. Laurent section. I was like, oh my God. I was like, please tell me y'all have the opium. Because they didn't have nothing else I wanted in my size. And she was like, we just did a full run and we got like two sizes left, maybe. And she went to the back and I was like, please, God, please. And she came back and she ain't had no box in her hand. And I was like, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. And this other sales lady that overheard us came back from the other side with a box in her hand. And when I tell y'all I did laps around the church, (laughs) (laughs) when I tell y'all I was shouting in there, I said, amen so much. Magda was looking at me like, bitch, all right, all right, we got (laughs) But no, that was, that was truly, signs like that are the ones that showed me that I need to have those items. But all of this to say, I got it honest. And I, I've just always loved clothes and shoes and always wanted to have a career in fashion, but yeah. never saw how to make that profitable the way I needed to be profitable in my real life. But who knows what would have happened if I chased my dreams. Right. That's true. Well, no, that's what's up. As long as you love it. Like, my mother is a shopaholic, which is probably why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But when I do need to go and get things, like, we went bathing suit shopping today. I was in there for two and a half hours. I probably tried on every bathing suit they had. But, you know, I do enjoy it sometimes, but I definitely have to be in the mood because it is. Whew, it wears me out. Like, I'm tired now. Yeah, I want to do better with it. Like I, yeah. I just absolutely hate shoes because my foot is so big, so mm-hmm. it's 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 hard to find shoes anyway. Yeah, but I do better with clothes now that the the problem is I'll buy them, and then I don't wear them. So I have nice clothes in my closet, but I wear the same seven things all the time <laughs> over and oh, over right. again. I don't know why. But you know what? That's random. my life too because I, I work from home. So unless like I have a client meeting or I'm out somewhere in the public. I'm showering and putting on pajamas. But I also say, like, I just need to get out and have more of a social life because then I would wear the things that I have. Or sometimes I'll make, like, if I have something that I'm dying to wear, I'm going to go somewhere so somebody can see me. So that motivates me (laughs) to get out the house. 
That's my problem, too. I don't go out as much. So now it's like a thing. If I have something to do, I end up having to go and buy something to wear or something like that. So, yeah, I definitely need to pre-plan and have some items. I bought a couple of things today that are just like, you know, I can throw this on for something. So I felt proud. Okay. And it was on sale. So. But, yeah. And the stores are intolerable. Like, I do a lot of shopping. But if I'm going into a physical store, I got an agenda. So I'm in and out because I can't do it. I can't, especially, like, holiday shopping and shit like that. Now that it's warm, people are going to be out. I hate being in the stores. But online, yeah. like, this weekend, I wasn't feeling too good. So I was like, I'm going to stay in, and it'll save me a little coin. Girl, online shopping was like, nah, bitch. <laughs> That's what I do, too. I do a lot of online shopping. But my thing is, I go to stores when they fucking open. Like, I can't do it. You, you open at 10? Like, 5 o'clock Girl, in the morning, you know though. Girl. So if you open at 10, I, like, I go to Home Depot at 6 a.m., Y'all open at 6, I'm there at 6.15. Like, I don't play with crowds. That's I'm insane. Not <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, was, um, I was in Target today, and I was shocked because the Victoria Beckham line dropped. And oh. I guess no one was peeping for that shit because it was tons of stuff left on the racks. And I was in there at, like, 1 o'clock. Which I figured everything would have been gone by then, but yeah, the yeah I'm there for that collection. Like I got a couple of pieces, but I got them all online. But nobody mm. really was checking. I saw a few people that got up for it and like put it on their social media, and there was nobody there. Yeah, yeah nobody I didn't realize it was um this weekend. I guess was it this weekend? Yeah, it came out today. Oh you know, yeah, like... I didn't realize it. I had been seeing the commercials. I didn't even look at it yet. <laughs> but it was like it was a few cute things in there, but I don't know. I, w- I didn't feel overly compelled to hit the buy. Right. I don't know. Oh, well. All right. Well, that was a well, nice little tangent there. That's our random yeah. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they go. <laughs> so if you listened to the podcast last week, um, sorry, guys. Again, I'm going to apologize. I lost my voice, so I couldn't record. So you went a week without Boonie. But the last podcast, we did an Ask Boonie segment, and it was a question that I got <clears throat> That I did not want to answer alone because I thought this would be a good conversation piece with varied opinions. So I'm going to read this question and then we're going to discuss. Okay. It's not long. Uh-oh. But I wish, you know, <coughs> I'm going to ask who sent this in. If you could send like a follow up after we talk about this, because I think we need more details, but whatever. Okay. So having a best friend, and best friend is in quotation marks, Mm. sleep with an ex. Years after y'all broke up, do you move on and remain cool? Do you make her pay for it? Yes, this actually happened to me. Long story short, I forgave her. We were friends for almost 15 years, and she was my only real friend. Shaking Mm. my head. (sighs) Okay, who wants to go first? (laughs) I guess I can. Because my thing is, I feel like there are unwritten rules for people that are close enough in your life to call a best friend. Like, Mm -hmm. I have my BFFs who I could trust around my man in their panties. Like, I know they aren't going to do anything. That's my best friend. So if you violate me in that way and I consider you family, then I got to cut you. But if you're just an associate, somebody I see socially, someone I shoot the shit with every once in a while, I can't be mad at you because one, DC is small. The population of people here is very small. It's one degree of separation. Mm -hmm. So 
some of us have shared shit. We un- unknowingly have shared, like with the situation with she Hello. Had two different levels of, right. you know, of variation. But if that's my best friend, again, nah, that's that I would have never forgiven you for because if you are a best friend to me, you're like family, associate, no socially, hey girl, bye girl, no problem at all. But it's a different, right. it's a different code when it comes to the bestie. Yeah. So what I feel like, listen. I'm not knowingly sharing penis with my friends. That's, and that's that unspoken rule. We're not going to do that. And if you know, so if that's your best friend, she knows it was your ex. Why did she need to sleep with him? Um, Obviously you already said you forgave her. So I guess you already made your decision, but you got to really rethink that friendship because I don't think um, friends do that. You know, um, Nah, and she ain't not. I'm not. Yeah, like your ex years after y'all broke up. Now, maybe because you don't have any feelings for him or something, maybe that's why you can move on for it from it. But honestly, I'm looking at you sideways from here on out. And you're no longer my best friend. Like, we're probably cool. And, and I think it's interesting that she put best friend in air quotes because yeah. you might have already questioned her status mm-hmm. in your life. And I'm, I'm curious if you put that because this has already happened or before it happened, you were already questioning her status. Right. And I, I just think, yeah, like, if the people, as I call it, my executive committee. Yes. If a girl in my executive committee did this to me, we're done. Yeah. Like, there's no making up. And I think by you taking her back and saying, like, we're, you know, I forgave her, you let her know that's acceptable behavior for Absolutely. your friendship. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just like cheating men. You take them back. They're like, oh, okay, so this this is cool. I can get away with this. So you better watch her. Um, maybe, don't, be, don't leave your maybe, nigga around her. <laughs> I was about to say, maybe she could be your best friend from afar, meaning, you know, when you're dealing with someone seriously, she don't necessarily need to meet them. She don't need to know well, them like that. Because I just don't know how you're going to be able to trust her. Like, I feel like you're going to already be giving her the side eye. So maybe... Yeah, like, what's the status of y'all relationship now? Like, are y'all still as cool? Because I feel like, you know... There's no way. There's no way. But this is the thing. Clearly, she's not over it. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, the best friend in air quotes already, you question her. She's already proven to you she's not your best friend. Right. But the fact that you are still asking a question about it, you still have thoughts of seeking revenge, like, boo, you're not over it. Just cut the losses with her, tell her why, and wish her the best. Her and that sorry nigga. I agree. Like it, it, it's no way that I can bring you back into my circle. Um, maybe invite you to a birthday dinner, but I'm not telling you shit. You're not coming over to my house. I'm damn sure I'm not leaving any other man around you. <laughs> so um, yeah, we yeah, I don't. Yeah, we do need follow up there. So I'm curious to see how that worked, and also, you know, because for some guys. I'll say this like an example. Um, one of my homies kind of reached out to me because someone had like friended her on Instagram and she saw that the only person we that was in common was myself. And so she messaged him and was like, uh, oh, she messaged me and was like, hey, you know, how you know him? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, he's a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. 
we're cool enough, but she's not a best friend that even though we had sex, that I would block that blessing for her. Like, right. <laughs> like me and this guy weren't anything, just a few hookups. It was what it was. If she married him, I would not give a damn, you know? Right. So I'm like, I'm not going to block her blessing. So if it's kind of something like that, then I don't care. But right. if yeah, you were like somebody levels. I cried over when we broke up, then yeah, we we going to have to fight. Yeah, and she clearly said like boyfriend. So it's that's a different level. Like, you know, it's uh, a fuck buddy. Hey, whatever. Um, but. But, um, yeah, the boyfriend, no. I can't do it with the boyfriend. No, no, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. So, if, yeah, if you're listening to this and you sent that question in, send us some more detail there. And also, when you send it in, I would like to know, like, how cool are you really with the girl now? Yeah. Like, we, I really need to know that. Like, is the relationship the same as it was before? Or does she even try to overcompensate knowing that she was grimy for sleeping with your ex? Right. And how did you find out? Did she tell you? Oh, did she yes. talk to you about it before or find out afterwards? Like, oh. You, she could. That's a good point. Because if she womaned up and told you herself, uh, I might give her a half a bone. But if you found out that shit from somebody else, nah, fuck that bitch. Right. I just and thought then, about them. Oh, sorry, guys. But, like, did they just have sex or did she date them? Mm-hmm. Yes, that too. Because like we need to tea on this for real. Because I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. It, the first thing that came to mind was the Sex and City, the Sex and the City episode where Carrie had them all bring exes that they actually dated to a party for somebody else. Y'all remember oh, that? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and I was like, this is truly some white girl stuff because it's people that they've dated, dated. But right. I don't know. I would. I think I feel better though if they were. Like, felt some strong connection for real, or they found something in each other that he and I didn't have, and they dated, versus her just fucking him. This is like, you're really willing to risk it all over something non-consequential, like, over something that you could find out on a Friday night. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And you just, I'm going to roll this into another topic, because you just said that's some old white girl shit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um... I do think white girls have it easier when it comes to the dating space. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Because their rebound game is insane. Like, I legit have known white girls who have been, like, damn near down the aisle with one guy, called off the wedding, and then a year later, they're getting married to someone else. And I'm like, <laughs> how the fuck did you do that? Like... Right. I just want to date. Listen, I watched this show the other day because I was watched on a Friday night. Um, it was called First Dates. And it mm-hmm. chronicled these different people going on blind dates at this restaurant. And there was one girl that was like this young marketing executive that lived in Chicago. And she was just like, I date every single day of the week. I'm a serial dater. But mm. I feel like those people definitely have a different mindset to dating than we do period like they are definitely out having fun weighing all of their options but then I also feel like white men don't have any problem with committing like they meet somebody three Mm -hmm. weeks later they're in a committed relationship three weeks later it's over and then they have another girlfriend the next week like I feel like their whole outlook on it is different than ours but yeah they're they they rebound like for real this girl was like 
I date for fun. I just do it. Not yeah, it's like I, they waste no seconds. <laughs> like I'm not getting any younger. And it's like this one white girl I knew, and I thought this was incredible. Like I don't even think I would have the balls to really do this myself, honestly. But like she was dating this guy, and um, I think it was maybe like three or four months. But she knew that she wanted to get married. Like she knew marriage was it, mm-hmm. and so she like called his card on it. Like, are you going to marry me? <laughs> and he and she's like because if not then we just need to break up and i'm like shit well, <laughs> but it's I like it makes long. so much sense because you said three months it was like three or four months oh my gosh and she was just like i don't have time to waste like i'm looking for a husband and i'm like damn like i just feel like she had that much i don't know even if i want to say confidence in herself like someone's gonna marry she's me and if you're not determined. gonna do it and she's married so this shit fucking worked listen i thought i was doing something out here telling dudes on these drink dates that you know when they ask you what you're looking for i'm looking for something somebody i can build a future with i thought that was being straightforward right you don't want to scare them off but you want to let them know that you have serious intentions too but she's like nah homie you need a ring it needs to be this many carrots i need to have it in this many weeks and she got it and she got it like they they broke up for a little bit. Like, I think it was like a couple weeks or yeah. maybe even a little longer. But that nigga came back around and was like, you know what? I'm ready. You to do a and I want to get married. I'm ready. He was, like, meet me at your, he was like, meet me at the altar. Listen. <laughs> white dress. White dress. <laughs> we ain't getting no younger. But no, <laughs> but you know, it's very true. And I, um, I talked to, I have a, a white girlfriend. I talked to about this stuff because I tell her how difficult it is dating in our community because like she did online dating and she went on like maybe three four dates with her now boyfriend like they probably went out for a year now they live together like they are about that life they're like but it's just like the men i guess aren't afraid also i wonder if it's because of the population like i told her like the pool is just bigger yeah you know and but i told her like it is difficult like i go on like like I've been serial to dating lately and it's just like a thing. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't know what's, what is it a culture? It's, I, I mean, it's absolutely a cultural difference, but um, yeah, these white women, they can be very demanding about it. And um, yeah, cause my coworker was like, oh, I wonder why. My coworker was like, um, <clears throat> basically, you know, her lease was coming up. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> we, what are we? But you know what? This could also speak to something that I believe, and no offense to the white friends that I have in my life, white women, I love you, but y'all are some of the most dangerous creatures on earth. Think about, <laughs> think about the tragedy that has happened just from a white woman uttering a lie and how it's changed the course of history and shit. Wow. Like, I don't, I mean, and working in the white workplace with them, you know, they are, they are something. So I don't, I mean, they negotiating deals out here. They're like, we're going to get this ring by any means necessary. So listen, yeah. it goes to them. And it's all about being proactive. I'm, I, I think, you know, it's amazing. And I, I strive, you know, I'm trying to date, like you said the last time, Adrian, dating with a purpose. I'm really trying to do that now. So I'm really not wasting any time either. Yeah, but white girls are winning out here in these streets. Like, I just don't yes. understand. I mean, Clearly maybe it's tenacity. Because 
yeah they just know how to make it work for them yeah i'm absolutely am taking tips from my friend because i don't have time to waste either and listen if worse comes to worse i'll just get a janet jackson deal like that's not even counting the child support for little Issa. Mm. wow mm. that is so amazing Listen, you know that is. I would have like a whole like Jackson family troop of kids <laughs> <laughs> for wow. someone for five hundred million dollars. Absolutely. Like. <laughs> and then the thing is, it wasn't like he was ugly. Like he was an attractive man with a very attractive bank account, attractive enough to give him an offspring. And Janet's prenup was like five years, and this bitch was five years and two months out the door. She okay. Said, <laughs> All right, That's I'll so throw in months so y'all motherfuckers won't say I'm a gold digger. <laughs> this is the thing. You know how the old ladies say, you know, things like marry a man that loves you more or marry for money because you'll, lo- you'll learn how to love a man. And right. I've always been so opposed to those things because I'm like, I want to marry someone because I can't live without them and they can't live without me. I don't want the ultimatum ring. I don't want the I'm sorry ring or the, you know, the pressure ring. I want it because he wants me. But now that the years are adding up and the likelihood of finding a husband seems more and more bleak, I could have an arrangement. Let me tell you something. My grandmother was totally one of those women who's like, you know, find a man who loves you more than you love him. Mm -hmm. And that shit paid off for her because when her ass got cancer and could not walk no more, Frank Hyman, okay, was around here lifting her up, cooking meals for her. Like, he never cooked. She did all of that stuff. So it paid off. So it might be something to that. (laughs) Listen, the love like theirs for our generation because even still, like, if I could have my ideal, I would want what my parents have. And I don't mm-hmm. know if that exists yeah. for me, you know, especially like what our grandparents, like, they were, I want one of those humans of New York love stories, you know? Yeah, my parents have been together about 35 years now, and I was just like, yo, how do y'all do this? And I'm looking for something like that. And they still, like, go on dates. And my dad brings cupcakes home. Yeah, it's so cute. cute. It's so cute. Which is why I don't settle for the foolishness. Exactly. Because I can see it. But the thing is, like, because... Oh, sorry. No, I was saying that was cute. Yeah. And it it, it makes it hard because when you go home and you see that, because mine is the same. My parents' 35th will be this year. And this June. And I'm just like looking at them like, is this really going to be real for me? Because, you know, the thing my dad told me no scrubs before TLC had the song. Like, you know, he set the precedent for the type of men that I should deal with and my value very early. But our dating has changed so much. Like, it's so transactional. It's just it is. So I don't know, looking for something with substance and then actually trying to find that in the way that we date now, like all I hear from older friends or even my parents or other people is just like, they feel so sorry for our generation and how we're handling dating. Well, I'm going to throw this little monkey wrench out here because let's say you find this guy and for Chrissy, he can, you know, be like, babe, I will find your, your St. Laurent, your Chanel habit <laughs> and... You know, it's on me and he's attractive and he has just like all of those qualities or most of the qualities that you want in a guy. But he tells you that he's bisexual. Mm. Oh. See, now I, 
again, remember last time we were talking, I was like, I'm trying to look at sexuality and less of a black and a white and, you know, and understanding that there's fluidity because I, I have some friends that have experimented or I have a lot of gay male friends. So I'm, I'm open and understanding, but for me, I don't want a man that's ever been with a man. I don't want to be with a man that desires a man. Um, not that it takes away from him being a man, because I, my, one of my best friends is a six five, you know, tall man that loves men, but he's still very much a man. <laughs> so I don't think that it takes away their masculinity. But I just my ideal man isn't one that I'm sharing with other men. Um, and it's crazy because I know a girl. Well, I don't know her, but. Um, Last year, one of my homeboys was shooting a TV pilot. Uh, Howard University had this competition for a local DC show. And he had me on the set doing makeup. And one of the girls that was like the key female talent kept fucking crying. And I'm like, bitch, I'm only going to touch you up so many times. Um, But the crazy (laughs) thing was she was crying because she had just broken up with her boyfriend. And her boyfriend had left her for a man. But the gag is she only dated bisexual men. And I was just like, honey, how's that working out for you? Because it doesn't seem to be working very well. I'm like, why is that your preference? But I think because she was a pastor's daughter um, and she came from this very structured background. And I don't I don't understand what her preference was, but that's what she said was her preference. And I'm like, well, a man is still a man, honey. You just giving him two more options to sleep with. So I, I don't I don't get it. Like, I'm, the, you know, I'm upset with myself because I don't think anything's wrong with being bisexual that's fine mm-hmm. um but again i think if okay i'm gonna say this two-parter like if a guy that i was dating told me that he'd been with men it would make me feel some kind of way and then yeah. i'm upset at myself the fact that it would make me feel some kind of way but then it's like if he would never have told me and still done those been with men I wouldn't know and I wouldn't care, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think it's just the knowing. I think, I think I'm kind of on the same page as you with it, Adrian. It kind of reminds me of Insecure, you know, the episode with oh, Gary. Yeah. And, and so I was like, would I have been able to overlook that? Because it, he said it was one time guy went down on him. He didn't like it. And I'm just like, I mean, cause everything else seemed fine. But again, I struggle with whether or not I want that for me. And I think I have an issue with it because, or issue with my position on it, because I don't know why I feel that way. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's driving it. And, you know, I do listen to a bunch of podcasts and a lot of them discuss that when it happened on Insecure. And it was just really like, you have to kind of look look in within yourself and see, okay, well, what ma- will make me feel away? Because I feel like I may have been with uh, someone who prefers men, um, unknowingly, of course, but I didn't, f- you know, after the fact, I don't feel away about it. I don't feel any type of way about it. But the thing is, it's just that, like, at the time, he was dealing with women. So I don't know. And and I still don't know for sure. But it's one of those things where I, I don't even look at him differently either. So, but if my, you know, a guy I'm dating is like, well, I like to date men and women, it's going to... um 
give me pause. Yeah, it, it definitely see, would give me pause. And mm-hmm. I, it's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm bothered. I'm so mad at myself that I would be bothered by it because it yeah. is a double standard there. I know if I told a guy like using the insecure example, like I told a guy, yeah, I just let this girl eat my pussy and it only happened one time. I came though, but it only happened that one time and I didn't eat her pussy. He'd be like, yo, you want to do that again? Like, it right. would be like a turn this on. This is the but, double standard because, oh, sorry, Adrian. No, but like, it is a double standard. And it's like, yeah. but if he said that to me, like, yeah, I let this nigga suck on my dick and I let it on his face. <laughs> and I would be looking at him like, oh, no, but see, absolutely not. <laughs> this is the thing. I would give him credit for telling me up front because absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, yes. you know, honesty needs to exist in a relationship no matter any person's sexual history. I feel like, I mean, and I hate to say it because it makes me sound small-minded, but fuck it. Like, I don't want a man that's been with a man. Now, if I had done something, like if in my past I considered myself bisexual or if I had messed with a woman, I can't say that. I can't have that same, you know, discriminatory Mm -hmm. thing in place because I'm a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. But I'm a heterosexual woman who's only desired men. So why can't I ask the same of my partner to only want to be with women? It's Absolutely. like the whole, um, the green leaf thing that's happening now. If you guys watch that, you know, she's married to the guy, was pregnant, didn't find out until she was pregnant with twins that he was interested in men, even though he didn't act. Right. The stress of it made her lose the baby. And then now she can't even see him sexually because she's lost interest. She's been turned off by it. And I'm like, I can completely understand with that. And she got, I had a similar instance. This guy that I dated when I was an undergrad, and it was actually some very amazing sex, actually. Um, but Same. the one time I hung out <laughs> with him and his uh, his good homeboy, I was just like saying to my homegirl, I'm like, is it me or is this nigga dick right? I'm like, is this his boo? And, and so ever since that, like, I've been very suspicious of him. And I low-key think he's gay. He's married with a couple kids now. But I'm like, homie, you like dudes. And like, especially as I've gotten around. But, but. I don't know. I don't want to keep going on on a tangent about him, but I didn't know it until afterwards too. And he's right. still not open or anything about it, but you can't, I will bet my house that that man sleeps <laughs> with men. And I'm sure that his wife <laughs> turns a blind eye to it, but that's not something I can do. And I've been to a few wedding receptions and things with some gay male friends of mine where women had it all together, great jobs, careers, pretty women, but did not know that they were marrying a man. I, I guarantee you they did not know that they were marrying yeah, a man is. who used to sleep or deal with men. Or if they did know, they're doing it just to complete their checklist because the yeah, husband was I, the only I thing think, missing. You know what? And You said that, and I think I actually know someone, again, where I think it's a marriage of convenience mm-hmm. for her. Like, you know, I like you said, I have it all together. I just want that man i want that husband i want that ring and i'm sure um it's some type of arrangement there like you buy me this and i'll let you do whatever the hell you want to do and i think it's absolutely are some women that are okay with it let me tell you the price of that but i know that i don't think that I'll be okay with it. But yeah, I think people, because nowadays people are so, and like, and then part of it is picking back from what we were saying before with dating being so hard. Marriage is big on people's list and they're like, I'm doing, I'm getting this done no matter what. So, let me tell you this. I I can be be bought. I can totally be bought. Like, I would do that kind of arrangement. (laughs) Out of my face. (laughs) Let me tell you, though, if, like, 
the qualifier would have to be so big. Like, okay, you would have to like completely make me debt free at least. Like, and there yeah. would be no children. Like, no. But do you know what's scary and what made me a, a, a bit paranoid? So, did you guys? Oh God, what was the guy's name that wrote the book about the guys on the DL? Like, when we were oh. in was Jay Tony King? Yeah. And and I read that book and one of the things Me that too. he said in it was that you know, men that are looking for a cover girl are typically like try to approach bigger girls. And mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, mm-hmm. no, why they gotta mm-hmm. us? But it no, so no, that, I saw that, yeah. But in DC, I'm sorry, because it's our we already know what the dynamic is like here dating number one but i always say that men are gay until they are proven straight and any man that i date always at some point will meet my good judy and so it's for him to tell me like what you think have you seen him anywhere do you know because i've been some places where what they call trade these are niggas that look Mm -hmm. like they could have been in onyx back in the day you know naughty by nature like straight thug looking dudes but they're in the back of the corner in the club getting their lives and then they going Mm -hmm. home and they have a girlfriend or a wife so i I think that's one of the biggest things that i'm paranoid about like if i found that out i would legit have a case like i will say when i read that book and i read that book in undergrad i was extremely paranoid about that um i think it's i'm not as paranoid about it because my thing is that if I don't know, I don't know. And the chances are, it's probably more than I do know. You know? So yeah. I try not to think about it that much. Because, <laughs> honestly, I, f- I just feel like more people have tried it than that than that's admitting it. So, mm. I would never know. Now, that's the point, too. Like, um, how many people might have tried it and for the stigma that's attached to it mm-hmm. or maybe they tried it they wanted to try it they were curious they didn't like it and it's like it's nothing i need to discuss because right i did i didn't like it um but yeah that's something too which yeah. is fair and I it's a double standard in that too so it's it's hard it's hard for guys out there and their um with their sexuality it really is and i, I get it um because women see, do get my... the advantage on that to yeah. be able to <laughs> freely try things mm-hmm. without the stigma attached to but it. i feel like men created that because That's it's true. for their own benefit mm-hmm. i can talk her into a threesome with a number one with another woman or she can have a girlfriend if we can have a girlfriend like i feel like that was all created by men for their own benefit and, and it's still a double standard but women are upholding it because they think it's attractive to men. It's like the, I, it's not one of those IG things, you know i'm gonna kiss a girl in the club and put it on my snap or put it on my instagram because niggas gonna think it's cute yeah, I'm not so, so I'm not for that um, because I think it's the same. I I think, you know, gay men don't choose to be gay men. They are. It's who they were made. Uh-huh. Yeah. So to me, then the desire is if there's desire there, is it because you aren't fully comfortable with accepting yourself and what your possible sexuality may be? Or have you pushed your sexuality so extremely that you just want to try something like I don't know. I, I don't know on that one. I don't have too much. <laughs> I don't have too much else to say on that one other than, you know, I'm not knocking anyone. And that if I were ever to be in a circumstance where going out with a man that identifies as bisexual, that I'd hope that he'd be honest with me about it in the beginning to give me a choice. 
so that I'm Absolutely. not like, you know, two years down the line, married to him and possibly having his child and then finding out, like, give me the, giving me the information and the honesty up front. So one, our relationship isn't built on a lie, but two, so it gives me the choice to decide if it's something I want to entertain or something that I want to walk away from. And again, it's, yeah. it's, and it's that true. Oh, I was just going to say, and that triggered me because that's for everything. sexuality children gender identity all of that i need you to be upfront because i absolutely deserve to have the choice i'm exactly they love to not give us a choice and i think it's so cowardly and so just disrespectful don't do me like that give me it up front i'll let you know because you never know you never know the same like if you have a wife or a girlfriend Right. Let me know up front because I may choose <laughs> to be trifling. I might want to be a Hester Prynne around this bitch, or I might just say we're gonna be friends and that's it. But again, don't take away my choice. Absolutely, don't take away the choice. And I had to throw out gender identity too because I mean I haven't heard of too many um, trans men, you know, mm-hmm. tricking women into being into relationships. Mm-hmm. But you have heard of that on the flip side. Yeah. And so, yeah. Like, I know a few. Yeah. It's yeah. like you should just allow people to make the decision. And then it's like, if you're that person too, like how much stronger your relationship would be if you gave the person a choice and they chose you still. You, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, don't, don't lie. Listen, the things about me that a man is going to choose to whether he, you know, whether he's going to date me or not about are usually up there up front. I'm black. I'm plus size. I'm a woman. I got a big mouth. I'm opinionated. Like these are all things that are out there about me I that he gets to money. choose from. That too. <laughs> I keep the coin. But, but right. the thing, those are things that you, you know about me. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to hide them, but you're coming into it with the, a secret because again the the place where you should be able to be most vulnerable is in your relationship if it's if it's built on the platform that it should be i always say um because to me i think sex is a big deal in a relationship and i always preface it by saying you know if we've established our relationship on the things that matter friendship honesty communication then sex becomes 50% of that relationship because we already have in place what's important so, I mean, again, I, and I don't want to be out here in a marriage of convenience just to keep up airs and keep up with the Joneses who got all kind of drama and shit happening in their house that you don't know about. I'd rather be the paid ass, fly ass auntie, always on the go with a young ass boyfriend <laughs> who can't speak much. Like, you know, I mean, because right. we, have, we have other options. And while ideally I want to be married and I want to have the type of friendship and love and commitment that my parents have. I'm also, and I'm not settling for less than that. So if that means that I wait a little longer, then I wait a little longer for it. Or if I don't have it at all, then I already have my life figured out on what is going to be on the flip side. Like I'm going to enjoy it and live it to the fullest. Again, the things that I want, I'm already providing myself. I'll always continue to do that. I just might have to be like men. You know, they go through the change. They buy a Ferrari. They get a 20-year-old girlfriend while they got 30-year-old kids. Why can't I do it? (laughs) No, I feel you because at the end of the day, being happy and having my sanity is so important. I can't live like that. Mm -hmm. I can't live in denial. I don't do denial. I don't do any of that well. I'm too real with myself. It's not happening. I'll ruin everybody's life. Everybody would be miserable. (laughs) Listen, you know, life is too short. Don't talk to Sheikha today. She's she's on that. <laughs> she's in that mood today, every day. Yeah, life is too short to not be happy and to be faking it for other people, honey. 
It's too absolutely, short. absolutely, absolutely, and it's so funny because you just said <laughs> we've, we've talked about a few common themes today, but you just said like life is too short, and I was just talking to someone like this is the like a daily struggle for me of living by that mantra like oh my god life is too short like live for today buy whatever the fuck I'm debating on buying or whatever versus like being responsible and saving for your future and I struggle with that shit every fucking day because I look at my retirement account this is some old like I'm an old lady ass shit but like I look at it quarterly and I look at that shit and get mad all the time. Like, give me this fucking money now. Like, what if I die? But then you don't have it. (laughs) Right. Like, that is like my constant struggle. Like, I want that now. Like, you know what I could do with that money now? But you know what? I I believe still because y'all know I like to spend money, but I also like to save it just as much. I think one is because I came from a household where oftentimes we live check to check. And conversations around the table weren't about spending. It was, I mean, it weren't about saving or teaching skills on how to save. So number one, that's something that I've taken a very long time to educate myself on and I'm still learning, but it's also something that I don't want to pass down. But I believe in having, I'm a Virgo, so you got to have the back secure, but you got to have a backup and a backup for the backup. Um, right. Oh, so, I need that. That's not listen, me. so my 401 is like, there to because we aren't going to have social security like we're paying taxes on shit that's never going to be there to benefit us so what am i going to have in my old age when i you know hopefully or hopefully if i retire the way i want to and when i'm young enough to still enjoy it but what am i going to have there for me because other things won't be in place and then the biggest thing that i want to try to learn this year is passive income you know how can i create some or how can, and and so i actually have a consultation with the financial um, advisor this week and I'm going to see how she works out. She's a black woman. I've gone through so many damn assessments with her. The initial consultation I've already failed because I was supposed to not be doing um, useless online shopping, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I want to, I, I want to try to do that because one Adrian, I agree. I, I very much believe in treating ourselves. Now we work hard, so I'm going to reward yeah. myself for the hard work that I do because one, I can't take it with me and I want to enjoy yeah. it while I can like when I was younger, I used to buy something like say I bought a new pair of shoes or I bought an outfit and I was saving it, saving it, saving it for an occasion. And now I can buy something that I'm going to wear the next day if I want to, because right. why not? You know, but yeah, it's like this constant like, oh, you know, you, you can't you can't do that because you need to prepare for the what ifs. And yeah. it's like, what if you never get to the what ifs? Like people drop dead now for like this, like. Literally, you're like, oh, my God, I just saw them on Saturday. <laughs> and then they're gone. Yeah. So it's like you're sitting here saving, you know, your little pretty shoes to wear for the next cute outfit, you know. Listen. And it's like, girl, wear them shits to work if you want to. Yeah. And I'm like, like in between, is- like, I'll do some saving and I'll, like, pay my credit cards off or whatever. But, you know, today I didn't care. Today I was like, you know, I haven't bought myself anything. So I'm going to buy what I need and buy some stuff today. And then I'll put some money in savings next week. And so I won't feel so bad about it. But two, like, you know, all three of us own homes. And I know you all can attest to this. Like, I buy stuff for my house. Like, I have to remember, like, when the last time I bought something for myself? Oh, because I'm buying house things. So it's just like, you know, your focus kind of shifts. 
sometimes, but I have, like you said, we have to treat ourselves. We have to celebrate ourselves. We're single. Like we deserve those things too. So I try to find a balance that at least I have something like I'm putting away in savings. If I'm going to like buy some sneakers or order something today, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I do too. And it's definitely because I have the automatic savings set up from my bank account uh-huh. each paycheck. So I don't see it. But it's like, literally, like, I think sometimes I go harder than other times on yeah. it. It's like, oh my, you know, go to Africa. Like, what? <laughs> Listen, take like, five trips in one year, girl. Yeah, like, I feel like my yeah. shopping budget is probably your travel. Yeah, like, I, I joke on you about, you know, Chanel and shit, but it's like, yeah, I spend that on a trip. Like, like I, I'm sitting here like, you are insane. And it's driving me crazy because it's April something and I haven't been anywhere this year. Girl, and I really don't have any plans. No, you know? my first vacation of the year is coming up in a matter of weeks. And when, honey, I say I need every bit of it. And hopefully I meet a handsome man that's vacationing too and we can pretend it's a vacation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's a girl's trip right now, but I might I have to miss them for a moment. Like that is it. Like you know, I um, I'm gonna save this for another time. But I have some homework to do from therapy that would help me get to a vacation. But mm-hmm. a vacation is like, like I have to go on one. Like I have not traveled with a man. I have not fucked a man in another country. Oh. Like this is gonna happen for me, and I'm gonna claim it. Like it needs to I'm happen soon. Twenty seventeen, and because. You know it's just some places <laughs> on God's green, beautiful earth that I'm not going with bitches. Listen, like, I'm yeah. not going to Turks and Caicos nope. with you. I'm not going no. to the Maldives with you. Don't ask because I'm, I'm going with some penis. In Bali with you. Oh, I was just going to say, so when we were first starting, we were talking, I was saying what I wanted a husband for, help me make my bed. That was the other thing, traveling. I was like, I just, there's certain places that I just want, to, you know, to go with my guy or when I just want to up and go, you know, you don't always want to try to plan with people or whatever. I just feel yeah. like that's the, those are no, my two right. reasons. You're right, and shout out to Soul Society and La Chic Bohem because them bitches are over in Italy just doing it up, husband and wife style. And it's amazing. It's goals. Yes. Beautiful. (laughs) It is so amazing. I need to do a solo trip. I know that's kind of, but I I haven't done a solo trip and I'm 33. So I'm like, one year. No, me too. So my trip this year. Uh-huh. Me too. So my trip to Jamaica was about to be a solo trip because I was like, okay, I'm tired of waiting. I just want to go somewhere, but it's not a solo trip. But I, I, I did promise myself to do one. And I never really hooked up on vacation. Either. Well, not until Mexico. But that was the first time. I mean, it was it was cool, I guess. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Okay, so I mean, it wasn't a total stranger or anything like that, but it was fun and it was like on the beach and you know that type of thing. So yeah, it was. It's it's a cool experience. I will say, yeah. it was fun. Yeah. I definitely I, have to go back to Paris with a man. Like there were oh, things that I was witnessing yeah. and I was seeing there, and like some th- some scenarios in some areas of the city are just so romantic like you have to Paris is such a beautiful city you know it wasn't um 
I definitely feel like I would enjoy that city way more than I did if I went with a man. Mm -hmm. And again, I know another husband and wife celebrating their anniversary. Um, They're in Paris right now doing it up. And I'm like, you know, that's what I need to be doing. That's what I want to do. I want to be fucking on hotel balconies and fucking up some hotel sheets. And then <laughs> going right. and exploring a city with my man. Getting my hair pulled on the beach. Listen, yeah. I, I really do. Y'all really don't understand. Like, I've already given my friends like, a warning. You know, <laughs> like, the, the, the disclaimer for this trip is no judgment, period. Like, we're going to Jamaica. <laughs> one, of, one of my homegirls smokes. We usually, you know, we give her a hard time about it sometimes. Like, but no judgment here. You do whatever you want to do. If you want to be high 24-7, That's it's Jamaica. Look, do and you. they will come a-going because Listen. when I was there, they were just, we just getting off the bus and they're like, ganja, we got that ganja. I'm like, yo. Her and I can be friends. Me and your friend can be well, Listen, and so I told her, like, we, because we have another friend too and she's like married with the kid and she's kind of more prude of us. Mm. And so I was like, that disclaimer goes for you too. Like, no judging her on what she wants to do, but also no judging me because this might turn into vacation should I meet a man here and no judgment so if there's some times where I don't come back to the room just live your lives <laughs> I am curious I am curious about you know what the crowd is going to be like when I get there I'm interested to see we'll see I've not oh I met a guy in New Orleans once I did we didn't do anything there but I met him in New Orleans it was it was cute I was down it for Essence Festival we used to like meet up it was it was cute. It's so oh, funny. That's like, I kissed the, the guy in the club in Zambia. <laughs> that's, the only oh, that's like the extent. No, I had a similar experience. My first trip to New Orleans, uh, I was actually down there for Delta Convention. And it was the middle mm. of the summer. And we were like the only people oh, there because it was one. so hot. Girl, and after a couple fish bowls or something, I was in the corner with some guy getting my life. He called me baby. And then and, and it was <laughs> and he called me the next day because my friends that I was down there wearing some swords was like, okay, Chrissy, get your life. We're coming to grab you. And so I left. And then the next morning he like asked me out on a date, y'all. Guess where he asked me to go? Where? To take his kids to Chuck E. Cheese. <gasps> like, what? <laughs> and so any chance of me having a Nola romance was abruptly no, brought I was in. Like, <laughs> oh my god. So I wasn't Not expecting that. Girl, no. no. Oh no, my, my guy wasn't from Noya. He was actually uh he was from Delaware. He was older. He uh but every you know essence festival people are from everywhere everywhere he, you know, he didn't live far but yeah he lived in delaware and uh um, that's yeah. it was cute and like nah cheese. girl what sir why would you do that <laughs> yeah so we need to bring that up pray on that for Amen. all, of, all us. of us we yes. deserve Amen. I mean, a happen sooner because <laughs> right who knows when I'm gonna be going somewhere? So you're gonna get back out there. I'll Don't keep it posted. You? you will. And then I'm next already year, looking for something else, honestly. And listen, even and, and even you know, like it doesn't all have to be international. Like I've never been to Tennessee, so I want to go to Tennessee and do like whiskey places and there stuff too. like that. Yeah. And then, you know, and then I invited y'all on Facebook, but I'm going to the Vove Classic this year. Oh, bitch, I'm classic. going too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's so a trip good. for us. I mean. 
It's not the Maldives, but it's out of, you know, it's out of the DMV for a weekend. So. No, I'm totally yeah. not above that because it's so much of America that I haven't seen. Yeah, now I'm going to go to talking. Arizona. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, I, like, I haven't been to Chicago as an adult. Oh, like, no, the last Chicago. time I went was, like, I, I was go. in, like, eighth grade. So. Yeah. Chicago, Denver for me. Chicago was oh, Denver, I know yeah. why. <laughs> no, <but> I definitely. <laughs> I want to go experience Denver for sure. And I just want to go to the spas and stuff in Arizona. So, I may yeah. do something else um, in the United States in the summertime, too. Just in case. But that's my goal every year. My goal is always to do one domestic trip and one international trip. Now, Mm -hmm. some years, a bitch just decides I'm going to go to Iceland, Dubai, (laughs) London, all in the same year. I don't know. But (laughs) that was an amazing year. Amazing Ah, year. So, yeah. All right, girls. Anything else that you have to say today? Um, oh, did, what was the feedback? Oh, people did want to update um, about me and you, right? Yeah, we did oh, talk to the about, same guy. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, folks. So, so we gotta. So this is the. Uh, uh, I feel like we should give it some dramatic title, like the attack of the Twitter nigga or something. A Tinder, <laughs> Tinder rather. No, we gonna of- call it swipe, uh, swipe. Uh, swipe something because they. Oh let no, you were on Tinder. So we're just gonna call it the attack of the freaking swipe swipe apps because it's Listen. he's on all of them. Obviously, he's okay. Everywhere. Oh, so yeah. So I met him on Tinder, and you met him on Soul Swipe or something. Yeah. Okay. So long story. So like we <laughs> didn't may have been like a year apart or something. It wasn't like yeah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't right back to back. I met him yeah. right before um, uh, Valentine's Day a couple of years ago because I remember the first place that he asked me out was to the Lauryn Hill concert at Howard Theater. And then the second date that we had was actually me turning dinner into a trip to Home Goods because <laughs> I needed to go to Home Goods. Um, but yeah, so it didn't really develop very far with me. Like it was dope in the beginning because, like you said, he picked up the phone, FaceTime was funny, and actually had mm-hmm. conversation. And then it turned into he just fell off the face of the earth and then Absolutely. hopped back in my DMs. And I was just like, nah, homie. And like I called him on his bullshit. And that's when he was like, no, I liked you too much. I was scared. And I was just like, whatever. Just continue to ignore him. So I'll like you on social media. Like, we can continue to follow each other. But it didn't really develop anywhere with me and him. But y'all had a little bit more of a significant uh, interaction with each other. He's a fucking mess. He's a fucking mess. But, yeah, we went back and forth. Like, we went out. We hung out a couple of times. And then he kind of fell off the face of the earth. And I actually said something to him like some months later and he hit me with the, oh, where you been? Then immediately called and then it was like FaceTiming every day. Same shit. And um, yeah, and he just then again fell off the face of the earth. But that's his that's his thing. He does it like serially. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. He's also an Aquarius, and I know how Aquarius go. I don't fuck with them. I can read them, but I I called him. I called him out on this shit too, and I told him I was like, "You push people away when you feel like it's getting too close, and like I'm not playing that game with you. So either you is or you ain't gonna get in this ride, my nigga. Like either or, word to Nelly." Listen, I feel like we both dodged a bullet because he's so weird. Like after. Like, mm-hmm. I noticed, like, he'll de- put posts on social media and then delete them. 
And so, then, like, my friend, so a friend of mine is friend he's with a faker on, on social media, like Facebook and Instagram, but they don't, they never mm-hmm. met, they don't know each other. And she had told me, like, his Facebook is way different than his Instagram. And then she was like, he posts and deletes shit. And so he tried to get me to follow him on Instagram. And I said, no, nah, I'm not, I don't, I don't need to be on y'all niggas' social media until we're like in a relationship. I don't want, because when this shit is over, I am going to delete you. Matter of fact, I just did a purge this weekend. I had three. 323 contacts in my phone. Half these. Oh people. my god! I don't know why y'all, because I don't ever clear up my phone. I'm down to like 120. I said get the and I deleted that's all text messages. No. You know what? I'm Listen, gonna do that same thing. Day. Yeah, I purged. <laughs> I did it on Friday. I felt lighter. We could definitely, girl. We could talk oh about. Oh my god! I'm talking about you. I have 383. In my phone. <laughs> girl. Listen, you know, you never we... look at it on the iPhone. Is at the bottom. I said. <gasps> I don't know that many people. I don't talk to that many people. Mm-mm. Girl, okay, we Chrissy? need to do a, No, I was going to say, we definitely should do another topic if you invite us back a, on um, social media and how it impacts dating for our generation. Mm-hmm. I, I think don't that is- follow any of them I'm dating if we don't, because we ain't gone that further, so I don't need to know you. Bye. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that's my thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know... Don't add me to Facebook. Don't add me on Instagram. Don't follow me on Snapchat. Don't follow me on Twitter. I'm not giving you none of my information. If my phone number come up, do not do the quick ad because I am not accepting. You don't, nah, because it it be so fake these days that I don't need those type of ties because they will still continue to follow you and I'd be ready to block and delete. Like, I don't want to see your name. I don't want you to come across my joint. I ain't banging with you. <laughs> That's fair enough. Shit. Girl, she said no, that was passion. Right? No, my mom jokes with me all the time, but when I'm not fucking with you, when I am finished, I am finished. I cannot because I play the 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 give second chances game. I've played that game, so mo- so now I'm just like, nah. Oh, I don't do second no. Chance. But see, this is my this is the one thing I tell a man, and I mean it wholeheartedly. And some of them learn the hard way. But the worst thing that you can ever do is anything that causes me to walk away from you. And mm-hmm. I promise you'll feel my absence more than I'll feel yours. And so, yeah. and to this day, the last ex that I was in a serious relationship with is still trying to contact me. And I'm constantly blocking emails, text messages, and new phone numbers in some of his new bitches. Like, I am oh. not concerned with anything over there. And if you're listening, it has been years. My nigga, move the fuck on. Absolutely. Leave her alone. Move the fuck on, my nigga. It's so funny. So, recently I was... um. I went on two dates with this guy. We went on two dates in less than a week, and then, like, it was weird. So I didn't talk to him maybe since Wednesday. So during my perch, he got deleted, too. And of course, he texted me today, and I was just like, Who this? Y'all play. Same fine. <laughs> Who this? Who <laughs> this? Right. And I was like, did you want something or nah? Because I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm, I'm getting to my white girl status, so I don't have time. I'm just, I'm just keep it one hundred because if be they can't calculate yeah. like the Caucasians, honey, and if they the can't handle it, <laughs> right? Like the Caucasians, yes, cool and calculated. If they can't handle it, they'll walk away. Good. Yeah, I, and it's like you can't be wasting time with these fools uh, out here. So. Nope. You know what? I'm gonna do the same thing because I'm sitting here scrolling through my phone right now, and I'm looking at this like Carlos. Who? I ain't talked to you in like what? Yeah, you can go. Now some names, I promise you, I didn't even. I was like, I don't even know. I don't remember your face. It's tough. Yeah, to I couldn't go. even tell you what he looks like. 
I might need to go do the same thing. Yes, that's 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 y'all go. I motivated y'all. Let's do it. Y'all do it. I'll it do felt it. good. It felt good, y'all. I'm not gonna Maybe lie. Maybe gotta open up the air for some. Um, that's why I did it. Yes, for some new numbers. For these upcoming vacations, we gotta make room for new numbers. I call this spring cleaning. I call this spring cleaning. Yes, my new CEO's wife. She told me she was like, "You just need to go on date." Because she was asking me why I turned down this one guy. Because you know how you look at your phone and you have a visceral reaction to something? Mm-hmm. And so it was this guy on my phone. And I was just like, uh. And I, like, I flipped my phone and put it down. And she was like, what was all of that about? And she's nosy. Like, she don't, she has no cut cards. So she was all in my stuff. And I was like, um, this guy that I'm not interested in. And she was like, well, why aren't you interested in him? And it went this whole thing. And I'm looking at her like, lady. But she was like, no. She was like, really? She was like, I'm just really trying to understand why you're single. And she was like, even if you aren't interested in the guy, you should go on the date. She was like, even if it's the, the only benefit that you get from him is the pheromones, him, you know, letting mm-hmm. other men know that you've been in the presence of a man. She was like, at least do it for that. And I was like, listen, she might be no, on something. No funny shit. You said, is she Caucasian? Yes. Well, she's mixed. So, oh. yeah. So when the guy, <laughs> so when the guy asked me out on a date the first time, I was at work and I looked at my coworker. She was like, "What?" I was like, "I don't know if I want to go." She was like, "What? Why not go?" She was like, "It's free drinks and food. Just go." And I was like, "Okay," but I was not going to go because I was like, eh, "I don't know if I'm really feeling him. I'm not sure." And she was like, "Just go." She was like, "I always just went on dates." And I was like, "See, see, why, why did I automatically go there? That's that's <laughs> what I need to be doing. Just go. You never know." Listen, that's what they say. Date all kinds. Mm-hmm. Date everyone. Yeah. I'm, listen, I said I might take her uh, off on that one. Get get this energy on me. Get some testosterone around me. Exactly. Maybe that's maybe that's the key. And also, when you are out on dates, guys are always in your face. Because there's been a couple of times I've been on dates, and they'd be like that dude over there looking at you, and I was like, oh, really? Because nobody wants you until somebody else wants you. Oh my god, I totally had a dream where I was on a date. This is so terrible. (laughs) Like I was on a date, right? (laughs) I already know. I look over at the bar and like I see this guy that I talk to and like he walks by the table and like goes to the bathroom so I get up and follow him and then we end up fucking in the bathroom and then I go back and sit down at the table <laughs> and finish my date. Wow. <laughs> That's some you shit though but see those are the type of real life experiences that you need in your life so when you're old and you're sitting on the porch and your husband getting on your nerves that day, you can reflect to the time when you was young and living, okay? Right. <laughs> well, it's like, I was a bad joint out here. Listen. Somebody <laughs> wanted all of this. <laughs> all so right, fun. ladies. Listen, this was fun. It was. Amazing. I love y'all. Thanks for coming yes. back on. No, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Again, whenever you want us, we down. Yay! <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed my crazy and random yet guided and planned conversation with Chrissy and Shika. It's always a blast to talk to them, so I really do hope you enjoyed it. Again, go to thebooniebreakdowns.com, sign up for our newsletter, read all the blog posts you've missed, go to Instagram and Facebook and follow us, The Boonie Breakdown. 
Um, I think that's all for housekeeping. I have two other podcasts that I am recording this week. I have one on Sunday, so that's three upcoming really, really, really good podcasts that are coming. Um, I will have guests on all of those, so just make sure you listen to them when they're uploaded. Again, thanks, guys, and until next time.